welcome to House Common Blood, where strangers are family. Every episode may contain graphic content, such as copious amounts of blood, unnecessary cursing, death of all ages, infantile to immortal, fantasy drug use, nudity, and perhaps mentions of sex and sound effects of various qualities. We cannot stress enough that this is mature content with adult themes. You have been warned! Master, this all sounds really scary! Alright, uh, speaking of which, uh, Mega went last time, didn't he? Uh, yep. Alright, John, Dust, odds are even. Even. Alright. Even. Oh! You're gonna be on. Like, that's care. not how this works. <laughs> you know? Alright. What do we get? We got four. We got even. Okay, John, tell us. What happened last session? So, last session, we were faced with overwhelming odds as the guards were approaching us. And then at the last second, Leo and his mighty wisdom decided to take some numtong and disappear. And the others decided to jump out the back window. <laughs> um, Felcut fell nearly to his death. Um, then we noticed that the guards weren't quite the guards we thought they were, and there were some creepy vulture monsters. So we started moving away, and that's when a, a giant abomination toad thing had jumped after us. We had an epic chase scene, and... After that, we got some much-needed R&R, and then we had uh, adventures throughout the town. Uh, Leo arranged some trading, Dust vowed revenge, um, Cobalt made some progress in finding uh, where his people are from, like where he needs to go to get home. Then I met a lady whose stomach exploded and decided it's time to regroup with the team yeah typically a lot of times it's time to regroup with the team when someone's stomach explodes kind of reminds me of alien the movie got a face hugger said except that thing that burst out of the person was cute not like burning bile <laughs> yeah i suppose it's it is like chest burster where we'll go off from here i exactly don't want to start this off well, there was a lot of time in between before you guys actually regroup together. So I guess I should start with uh, what Dust saw while he was uh, meditating, because he just went to the orphanage, made his declaration, then like put his feet to his thighs and just said, I'm going to meditate. So Dust, while you meditate, you have... The theater of your mind is akin to... More like horror movies. Like, imagine it like a film reel with tragic events that have happened in the last couple days. But there's something more sinister with your imagination. Like, you're getting visions of events you've never saw, like uh, uprisings in uh, the harbor back in the past. And specifically, you see a recurring figure, a cloaked figure and it keeps repeating over and over and over again and you keep hearing in your head the word offering and bring me their head 
And anytime you flutter open your eyes from this burning image of this cloaked figure, you actually see, like, soldiers moving about, specifically to the soldiers' pass where a lot of the events last night unfolded. And stick with me. You see, like, one of the soldiers walking with a skeleton. And I'm not saying a person as thin as a skeleton, or very skinny person. No, an actual skeleton, as they wear a robe, red, with a big floofy hat. They walk along, go to where the incident happens, and that's that for your meditation, unless you want to end it. Um, yeah, they're spooky, scary skeletons. Next, uh, if you don't want to do anything dust, we'll move on to the other characters and just flesh out a few tidbits. Make them more fleshy. Make them more fleshy. Uh, with John and uh, Leo, um, uh, specifically like uh, in town, John, as you're walking around before that tragic incident of someone's stomach burning, uh, the weird thing about the blighted slums is that it has two levels to it. Uh, you did see, like, uh, catwalks and, uh, what the hell would you call it? You, you saw catwalks and, like, uh, boards that connected to make, like, a, a system of pathways above your head. And then above that is another system of, like, uh, wooden uh, planks and pathways above the uh, first layer. You, you have no idea why it's set up like that. But you do have, like, a, a little water. Like, uh, do you wear shoes at all? Yep. Yeah, like uh, there, there's a little bit of water at your uh, shoes. Not, not it. Does, it's not enough to actually make your like feet wet, but like you know, there's noticeable like puddles on the uh, dirt not ground. About that, because these are nice shoes. <laughs> You're still upset about that. Well, you can always use press dis, uh, did dis, uh, ba, 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 ba. You can always use that spell to like clean your shoes. One day I'll be able to pronounce it. Um, moving on to Mega. Mega, as you're traveling around the city, you do notice, like, uh, there's a lot of entertainers on the street trying to, um, make a quick buck. Uh, like I, uh, uh, said with the magical item, like, uh, one of the main instruments in this town is, I believe it's called an estula. It's basically two wooden balls connected with a string that just act as shakers and you can hit them together to make a beat. You, you see a lot of uh, percussion, drumming, and uh, a lot of music with uh, that. It, it's a weird form of uh, entertainment and uh, instruments blending together. And uh, one of the main things you do smell on the street, like there's an overwhelming scent of uh, spice that fills the air. It, it smells like, uh, the best way to put it is Indian curry. Just constantly along the streets. Now with uh, that little flavor out of the way. Dust. Back to you. As you're meditating. Can you give me a perception check? Ah, uh, only 13. You don't notice until they announce themselves. But you hear right next to you. I'm sorry for your loss. Do you look at the person? I peer up at them, yeah. Yep. Well, you peer up and you see nothing. If you look down, you see a goblin sitting right next to you. You have no idea how long this person's been sitting next to you, but it's that familiar guy that you saw at the bar ever so long ago. What do you want? I wish I was here just to say that I was going to give my condolences for what happened. 
but unfortunately I have some more selfish to talk about. Do you remember Jack? Yes, I remember quite well. He got himself into a bit of trouble. He has become obsessed with looking for a man. I'm sure you heard of him, the Jade Ant. And he looks away from me for a second. And he just says, he stepped on the wrong toes. And I personally can't get him. I need someone's help, someone outside of a gang. Is there any way you could help me? Is he with the Jade Hand now? No, no. He, he just looks at you. you. You ever heard of Nickel? Nickel, no. Do you enlighten me? Well, Nickel is, and the moment he says that, I imagine we see a cobalt running and screaming. Mega, what exactly are you saying as you're coming to dust? He does, kitty! Dust, kitty! And, hang on, John comes walking around the corner as Mega, like, comes in breathless. You say anything, John? I just kind of, um... Notice there's a lot of commotion going on, so I'm going to see what's going on before I decide to make myself known. Okay. Mega, go on. Dust kitty, dust kitty! Oh, big kitty! You come too! <laughs> um, Jack isn't with them. He's talking to uh, 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 the goblin, the friend that uh, you guys met at a bar a while ago. Oh, oh, you're talking about Leo. Sorry. I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm a little out of it. Um... So, uh, Cobalt comes up and asks you to follow him. Uh, Dust, John, what do you do? I'll follow him. Okay. Did I hear, uh, the goblin say the name Nickel? Oh, you might have overheard as, uh, he's coming by. Like, uh, if you want, this could be, like, a walk and talk or a run and talk kind of situation. Yeah. Uh, because I, I have heard of Nickel now because he's the one that exploded the lady's belly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that... That is a big thing. Um, it's all up to you guys how you guys react to the situation. Do you guys want to stay put, like try to gather as much information as you can, or are you going to immediately like follow Mega, get to the situation, try to get a little bit of information as you go along? Big scary man! Hurting a man! Come quick! Come quick! <laughs> I think I'll get information as we go. Okay. Dust, you're uh, running along as well? Uh, does this goblin want to come with us? Yeah, he he'll nod at you, but again, like he specified, he can't can't exactly join the situation, but he'll try to fill you in as uh, you guys go along. I'll tell you what, what I'm gonna do is cast um, my psychic whispers on him. Ooh, and what does that do? So for two hours, we can communicate telepathically, as long as okay. we're in with one mile of each other. Can't you add? Uh, more than just the two of you, so we can like all be part of the conversation. Hmm. I thought it was your uh, proficiency bonus number of people. No, just two creatures I can see. Oh, yeah, that is my proficiency. All right, is so that just me? Uh, yeah, just okay, me and so Hill. yeah, okay. So you guys uh, open up a line of uh, talk. At first, he's very uncomfortable with the experience, but he eventually comes to accept it. As you guys are running along. Well, what I want to tell him is. While we're dealing with this situation with Cobold, you can fill us in while you get some more information that might be able to help us with this task that you want. Okay. So you're asking him to uh, split off and fill you in as you tell the party? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So uh, he splits off. Uh, so what kind of questions do you orient towards him? I'll give you about three questions before you arrive at your location. Where does the Jade Hand frequent most often? Well, that's hard to say. Uh, asking where the Jade Hand is like asking where a needle is in a field of hay. And he's just wrong, uh, running along. I, I like to imagine like his two cinematic scenes where you guys are like uh, sprinting towards your location through the streets. And uh, he's going through uh, crowds like uh, talking to people as you guys go along. Uh, that's one question. Um, let's, uh, do one at a time from, like, each person. Uh, John, like, what kind of question do you have to orient towards him? We'll say that you're using dust as, like, a walkie-talkie. I want to know what Nichols' deal is, like, where he is, and why he likes to explode people. Mm -hmm. Um, you ask, uh, <laughs> where Nichols is and why he's exploding people. Uh, the goblin tells dust, and I assume dust you tell him exactly the same thing uh nickel is at so-and-so location the location makers bringing you to and he says uh well, nickel's working on a new drug for the streets it's called uh drake belly and uh obviously you guys haven't heard of what the hell drake belly is i think i've seen what it is yeah um it gets its name from <laughs> that exact experience and he just goes on to like give a small profile of nickel saying uh, he's one of the elites in uh, the wild ones more of a researching department for the gang he works on the produce and comes up with uh, not only augmentations for the crew itself but uh uh, developing drugs to uh, sell on the streets this would be a new product that he's trying to introduce uh, that satisfy you? Yeah, I feel like we don't have time for more information, so. Well, we actually have time for one more question, and that's specifically for Mega, if you think Cobalt is in the right state of mind to ask, like, something imperative. No, Cobalt has zero idea of the situation. Okay. He is focused right now. Alright, so you guys lead to the location. As you guys uh, make it to the building, uh, Mega, you notice that there's no guards. In front of the building. No, 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 no. The, the cobalt, uh, uh, you know, I guess quickly goes back to the window he was looking through to see if there's anything, anyone still inside. You don't see anyone inside from looking in the window. No, 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 bedtime, bedtime. The Greg man will be so sad. Jumps back out from the window and starts running up to the doorway. Do you guys fall suit? Uh, how many windows can I see outside? Just one. It's basically the kind of building where there's no alleyway, but, you know, it's right next to another building. So, like, it only has three visible sides. I'll stand outside the window. All right, you stand outside the window. John? Um, so, Dust, have you um, divvied out the loot? Like, I, I just want to know what my speed is now. Yeah, I believe we divvied it up. Yep. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I want to, to stand, like behind him but like ready to hear what he says is going on before i do anything well as you uh can uh, see on the screen uh put yourselves uh where you think you belong um it'd be more towards over here uh, right there so the window's right there right in front of you on the side of the building but uh, uh to make it through the actual door it'd be quite the run it's a good thing there's a window i can crawl through 
Yeah. But you have to break through first if you really want to. It's not a you know up and down kind of window. It's more of like a panel glass that's uh, fixed with uh, animal fat. Uh, okay. Uh, where is Cobalt and Leo on the map? Okay, so you're on the side. <laughs> Let it in the... like, where, where's the actual door? Like... Uh, it's right behind you right now. So like it'd be here, here, and here. Well, I mean, if Cobalt's the only one going through the door, then... Yeah, I wanted to hear what Dust was going to say from the window and see the door at the same time, so... <laughs> yeah, that's fun. So, uh, Cobalt, you uh, walk in, and it is horrifying. Uh, what's on the tables is a lot of black leaves, a lot of black petals. And you see a lot of crates with dried blood right next to them. But it seems like a ghost town in here. I guess uh, Cobalt will, I guess, run toward where he sees the blood because I believe that's probably where he, uh, where he saw the uh, the sun before he had to run off. Oh, which blood stain? There's a fair amount of them. Uh, if you want to uh, talk about exactly where you saw the person get tortured, it'd be around this area right here. Okay, uh, that'd okay. be the place you'd go first. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're looking around, looking around, and. Weirdly enough, you see, you don't even see the chair that the guy was in. Like, he was never there. But you do see, like, a few of the blood stains from taking in Drake Belly. Anything else, boys? You guys gonna stay outside and let your friend uh, investigate? I'm gonna give Cobalt a big ol' thumbs up through the window of mouth. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I'm gonna kind of because I'm kind of, you know, keeping in contact with the other two. Um, so I'm going to kind of walk around the outside and see if I can see, like, tracks leading away. Uh, weirdly enough, uh, do a perception check. You as well, all three of you, perception checks. Uh, Leo, more towards instigate er, investigation. So I got a 12 if it's investigation, a, a 13 if perception. Leo, you uh, notice. Yep, you lo uh, Leo, you notice that the footsteps go inside. Uh, Cobalt, you notice that inside of the barrels, it's filled to the brim with corpses. And I'm talking like it's not like it's just orphans or anything. It's just a assortment of bodies with no real connection to them. Various races, various uh, gangs, like it's all over the place. Dust. You notice that Cobalt, like in this room, if we were to look like uh, from a cinematic scene, like you're looking through the window and you see like, uh, you know, Cobalt visibly scared, like chittering as he's looking inside of the barrels. And you see like with the light sources in the room that he has like a singular shadow pointing away from him. And you notice that at the wall, there is a lot of silhouettes. Like, it looks like the room is filled with people. Cobalt, you smell cinnamon. You boys have one action to do what you want. All right, uh, yeah. Cobalt. I'm assuming Cobalt remembers what the cinnamon smell is and uh, to, to, and briefly mutters something as they're... Uh, and I, I, want you to I want you to imagine this. It's just like, uh, like, uh, like one Cobalt uh, pops out from Cobalt and then two Cobalts pop out from from those cobalts as there are <laughs> now four cobalts standing in the middle of this room is that like a, a cartoon effect or you is that an actual spell it's an actual spell uh he oh. cast mirror image on himself 
Hell yeah, that's awesome. Can you make uh, 40 for yourselves? All right, that's excellent. Uh, well, for token don't... simplicity, I'm just going yeah. to uh, put uh, put three colors. Yep, that's fine. Uh, Dust, what do you do really quick? You're the one who noticed this. Like, uh, a cobalt only smells the cinnamon, and you see, like, uh, like three, I would assume, you said three images, right? Like, uh, three images pop? Uh, yes, like, three additional images of cobalt just, like, pop out where he is. Mm -hmm. Alright, you see, uh, three cobalts. Uh, three additional cobalts, like, uh, spawn. What do you do, Dust? You're the one who sees the silhouettes. I grab a piton from my bag and, uh, use it to break the window okay you uh shattered the window uh i'm gonna say that that'd be your action just to shatter the window really quick uh leo what do you do you hear the window shatter you hear uh i'd assume cobalt yelp i will go through the front door all right I think I put yourself on the map you're walking through you're at the th uh, front door and what you guys see is this you see multiple people just start to come into reality and leo you recognize this you've been through this experience before seems like they're in the unseen public waiting for you guys and they decided to use a uh, candle to bring themselves back when they wanted to you see a good 15 people and their eyes glowing purple each one of them has a badger on their hands but they don't seem like they're in their right mind. And Cobalt, over to the side, across the table, you see the person that was being tortured. His face having a Glasgow ripped like the Joker, an internal smile, and you see its teeth just flash at you with an empty belly and glossy eyes as it looks at you. Roll for initiative. Wow. Okay. Oh shit, I broke my own roll. Mm -hmm. so, hold on. Yeah, it's fine. It's it's just a lot. It's just a lot simpler when you do it this way. So, just for the sake of clarity, we have the mob of uh, people with uh, glowing purple eyes going first. Then we have uh, the son of Gregory uh, across the table from a uh, cobalt that goes second. Then cobalt that goes third. Leo goes fourth, and Dust goes sixth. And we are going to start combat. And with this crowd, they are going to arbitrarily pick between Cobalt and Leo since they are both within eyesight. Odds or evens, boys. Let me hear it. Evens. Odd. No, okay. <laughs> evens it is. Rolling a four. They go towards Leo. And they will try to attack you. So the way I envision it is... Uh, Leo, you're at the door frame. You look at them. Their bright purple eyes look back at you. And they slowly pull out their maces as they stumble towards you. And you just have like a crowd of like five to six people trying to hit you at once. And I'm going to roll to hit. God damn it. Alright, uh, so I rolled a ten. I assume that does nothing. Correct. Oh, that was a miss. Uh, yeah, so, like, you have a flurry of blows that go towards you, but they cling on the cobblestone and, like, uh, shatter the wood as you nimbly go back and forth between them, like it's an exotic dance. Then we have, uh, the new person. Uh, 
Cobalt, Dust, Odds or Evens? Even. I'll take, keep taking Odd. Even? All right. They aim at Cobalt. So uh, this person has a uh, crossbow in their hands, and they aim it towards you. And they do. Which one? Uh, this man over here. No, which kobold? Oh, it it gets determined after I um like try try to see if I'm successfully hitting him. But regardless, yeah, this person's gonna directly go that way. All right, damn it! I was hoping to actually miss on that one. All right, so uh, he uh scores a nineteen. And uh, how exactly does your spell work with your images, kobold? All right, uh, let's roll. And he hits a clone. Hits a clone, really. Nice. Yep. All right. So, uh, oh my God, I love that image. So you see, like, uh, this Glasgow uh, elf just aiming a uh, crossbow at you, and it shoots. You see the air uh, bolt fling through the air, and Cobalt. You, I imagine you're just like shaking with a bit of cowardice, and uh, the bolt hits one of your clones right through the head, through the ear, and it just poofs. I would assume. <laughs> it was a close call. All right. Uh, Cobalt. So uh, what do you do? Now it's like, uh, specifically, be specifically because of the, um, uh, of the situation the previous night, like, uh, does Cobalt actually get the impression that this actually is the son or just somebody who looks like them? From what you've heard, this person looks a lot like them. Then again, you never saw a picture, so you can't be certain. Mm-hmm. It's, uh... Wait, please, no hurt, Cobalt! <laughs> Gregory, man, really miss you! And you just see the glossy eyes, like, flash a purple. And it gets more angry when you mention Gregory. And now it is fixated on you. Then, uh, Cobalt is going to, like, uh, grip some, uh... Uh, grip some leather as uh, as another magical aura like uh, like uh, passes over him as he puts a mage armor onto himself. All right, sounds but, good. But uh, um, yeah, he'll yeah he'll probably he'll probably still stay where he is and end his hmm. turn there. All right, it is now Leo's turn. You have a mob in front of you, Leo. What do you do? I'm going to cast Thunderwave. Oh, all right. Uh, 13 constitution save. Okay, 13. Got you. Let me uh, double check my stuff really quick. Okay. Seven. They fail. <laughs> they get eight damage and are shoved 10 feet away from me. Okay, nice. So they go back to the barrels. I imagine, like, uh, oh, God, that sounds so badass. Like, is it like full metal alchemist style? Yeah, I imagine that they're coming at me and I shake my new, uh, Asuta. And um, it just like the sound waves kind of like shoot out and throw oh, them yeah. backwards. Hell yeah! And just the beat of the shakers, you hear that, ch -ch 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 -ch, and like just a, a like a, a crackling electricity just bursts from uh, your your uh, instrument, and it blows them back. And you see like a lot of people toppling over, a few of them hitting crates as like blood and like uh, corpses like fall out of each of uh, the barrels. Um, dust, what do and you that, do? And then I run okay. over here. That's fine. Dust, what do you do? All right. I am going to make an attack on the mob. 
Does a 24 hit? Yes, it does. Uh, is that psychic damage? This will be psychic damage. Alright. Right up. That hits for 16 points of damage. Oh, plus sneak attack. Or plus sneak attack? Uh, oh, where Jesus. are you getting your sneak attack? From not moving. Oh, oh yeah, you, you'll need, you need to declare it. Okay. Oh, except because it. because it's because yeah. it's a because it's a bonus action. It's a declarable action you need to take. Okay, we'll keep that in mind for next time. Uh, now I have to ask you, uh, uh, uh Mega, does uh, sneak attack damage assume the damage type of the attack? So if it's psychic, uh, would the sneak attack also be psychic? Um. So yeah. Typically, uh, typically the wisdom is that uh, whenever you like add damage onto a weapon attack. Um, the sneak attack uh, mimics the damage of the attack. Fantastic. Alright. You do a fair amount of uh, damage to uh, this creature. Uh, when you uh, hit it with uh, your... Uh, is it a blade? You said you threw a blade at it? Yeah, it's a psychic blade to attack their mind. Okay. Um, as you uh, throw the blade through the window, you see that it goes through one of the mob's heads and the guy, his eyes like stop being purple and it the guy falls to the ground. Alright. Um it is the mob's turn. And they are gonna go Okay. They're gonna attempt to go over the table. Yeah. Anyway, they go over the table and uh they go towards uh, Leo and start stepping down. Uh Leo. Well actually you know what? Yeah, you're the closest enemy, so they'll do that. Uh, they are going to attempt to strike you. Does 18 hit? Yep. All right. Uh, with their maces, they are going to strike you. Okay. They do uh, 10 points of damage. God. And they rolled low. God damn it. So uh, they bring out their maces, and uh, they uh, start hitting you, slapping you across the face. I assume, like, they shatter a few of your bones as, like, the maces come uh, hailing in. Uh, let's see. After that, we have uh, the archer, who, again, aims at Cobalt, like, uh, brimming with fury. Does a 22 hit. All right, let's spin the wheel. Going on a wheel. And it hits a clone. Really? So how exactly does your uh, like uh, ability work or your spell work? All right. So the all right. So it, it, the the die roll changes based on how many clones there are still left. Uh, mm -hmm. If there are three clones, um, I need to roll on a d20 um, uh, higher than a six. Mm -hmm. um, if uh, if there are two clones remaining, I need to roll higher than a seven. Mm -hmm. And if there are just there's just one clone left, I have to roll higher than um, I need to roll higher than a ten. Nice. All right. So again, this one goes towards the heart of another kobold. Uh, your clones are falling fast as this guy seems to have a good aim, just picking the wrong target. Now it is kobold's turn. Kobold, what do you do? Kobold, uh, sorry. And he's just going to. Uh, uh... Uh, will he do that? Actually, yeah. For now, for now, he is just going to like uh, blast a, like put his hands out for a, a ray of frost with a right. twenty-three to hit, and uh, and and then Cobalt is going to like try to find some cover like uh, uh, behind some of these barrels and all right, not not hiding because he 
obviously use his action, but trying to get yeah. some cover. And that'll end his turn. Mm-hmm. All right. It is now uh, Leo's turn. Leo, what are you going to do? So how beat up does this horde look in front of me? Um, You see, like, uh, I would say two people out of the 15 people in the mob are dead. Okay. Uh, I guess mm, I'm going to disengage and get farther away. Go right ahead. I went around the table, so... Okay, go around the table. Alright, Dust, what do you do? I am going to vault over the window into the room. Alright, do an acrobatics check for me. Tell me if you get 13 or higher. Alright, it's perfect. You vault in flawlessly. You smell cinnamon. Do willpower, willpower saving throw, please. Or wisdom saving throw. You got just enough. You get a flicker of a meeting with Roy and the experience of that bad night, but you overpower it. You have no effects from your trauma. Go on. All right. So you go towards the table. Now, what else are you going to do, Dust? I'm going to make another attack against the horde. Okay, against the horde. Gotcha. Does a 19 hit? 19 does hit. Do damage. All right. Then as my bonus action, I'm going to manifest another blade in my other free hand. For a second attack. Alright. Alright. Uh, don't you have to roll to hit with your second attack? That was my hit. Okay. So it's a hit for both. No, that one was a six. Oh, six to hit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought that was your damage. That's how pathetic it was. Um, no. So uh, your first hit goes in. And again, we see uh, one of the guys uh, fall dead. It seems like, uh, your, psych- uh, like your psychic blades are doing... A fair amount of damage to this mob, but as the second one flies by, it seems like uh, you weren't. I, I would uh, picture it that Dust wasn't prepared to do that much damage to the person he was aiming for, and he was going for a second hit, and that person just ended up dying, and the dagger ended up flying past him. Uh, would that end your turn, Dust? Yes. All right. Uh, next, we have the Horde, and they see a friendly Cobalt. And they're like they're gonna walk on the table, and they're gonna walk towards Cobalt, and they're gonna try to hit him. Does a twenty-five hit? <laughs> I feel like these things are consistently rolling nineteens, and I'm a little upset by this. Yeah. Uh, all right, all right, guys. Amazingly, it hits a clone. Thank oh. Christ. I want to imagine that you used your clone as a diversion tactic. And, like, you see the crowd, like, beating, like, a cobalt to pulp. Wow. Your clones have saved your life so many times, man. In just three attacks? Yeah. All right. Uh, the mob does nothing else. You just see, like, a lot of... It, if you look at them closely, they all have brown, like, badgers tattooed on each parts of their body. And they all, like, begin to beat, like, the clone of cobalt to the ground next we have the glasgow sun um he is going to shoot dust actually hang on what's the distance here there's a crossbow yep you can hit all right so he's gonna aim at dust and that's gonna be uh so uh does a five hit (laughs) actually it doesn't yeah i figured so, uh, uh, like, they shoot a bolt towards you, and it does nothing. Now, uh, 
Next on the turn order, we have Cobalt. Cobalt, you're right next to a mob of people. What do you do? Uh, you know what? Uh... Oh, please! No hurt, Cobalt! No hurt, Cobalt! And he's going to give himself another casting of Mirror Image now that all his clones are gone. All right. I don't normally turn the wizard into the tank of the group, but here we are. Yep. So just once again, like a cobalt pops out of cobalt, and then another cobalt pops out of another cobalt, and then another cobalt pops out of another cobalt. And I imagine just this mob is just like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, the weird part is that they're not attacking, like, multiple people. They're focusing their attacks on one person unanimously, like they're synced. All right. Does that end cobalt's turn? Uh, yep, yeah, that is his action. Okay. Leo, what do you do? So do I smell the cinnamon yet? Yes, you do. It, uh, I should have mentioned, as soon as you came into the building, you started to smell that cinnamon. Alright, I'm gonna call out to that guy and be like, I have a deal with the Jade Hand. If you kill me now, he's going to be very angry at you. You mentioned the Jade Hand? Yeah. Give me a persuasion check. 23. Do me an insight check. 20. So let me explain. You uh, mentioned that you're working with Jade Hand and you have to deal with him. The moment that you mention the Jade Hand, you see, like, a lot of the mobs start, like, clawing at their head at the mentions of the Jade Hand. And their heads snap towards you. And you get the feeling that you may have triggered a bad response from the mob and they don't look friendly towards you. Oh, is that my action, or can I still do something? You can you can still do something. Talking is a free action. I'm going to be like, what? Did I upset you, you stupid mob? <laughs> All you do is fall and take daggers and die and um, viciously mock them. Okay. Um, it's a 13 or higher, right? Correct. Okay. They get a 3. Uh, do your damage. All right. And this is psychic damage. It does eight points of damage. Uh, da, da, da. And they have a disadvantage on their next attack roll. Oh, really? Didn't know that. I mean, like, generally it has to hit, it has to actually land first before people get to hear it, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that, it's getting there. Let's see. Uh, uh, Did I kill regard? one of the, the mob? Like, I'm imagining yeah. like, he's like, hears these words and just like cries a little bit and then collapses. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah, you see, like, the glow, like, fade from his eyes, and he looks happy for a second, starts to smile, then he hears your insults, and it seems like you gave him a brain aneurysm as he falls on the ground. <laughs> he, uh, he's dead. And, uh, Cobalt, what was that in what regard for, uh, telling players what, or uh, tell me what? Oh, no, it was, it was a, a joke slash jab against, uh, Vicious Mockery, because it, ha <laughs> it has a bit of a reputation of, like... <laughs> Uh, creature saving on it so often yeah. that you rarely get to hear the the secondary effect. Yeah, and the funny part about that is, if it didn't roll at disadvantage, it would have passed. I know. That's why I saw that. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, I see. Uh, it is now dust turn. I would assume dust. What do you do? I'm gonna look over at Leo and be ask him what are what game are we playing? Are you actually working with the Jade Hand? <laughs> as I manifest the dagger in my right hand. Yeah. Um, 
gonna tell him that we will discuss it later. I was <laughs> I was meaning to talk to you about something. <laughs> Good. I, well, Can I ask another question? Uh, I'll allow one more, but that's it. Tell me now or this next dagger goes in your head. Yes or no? I think we both want the same thing. And I can make it happen. <laughs> I want to see kidding. if he's it's really scary. I want to see if he's telling the truth. Can I do that as an action? Use yeah. insight. Insight. Um, Leo. No matter what you roll, like doesn't matter what category you roll in. Like when it comes to charisma, you're gonna get higher than a four, right? Correct. But I mean, I yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Uh let's see. Uh, that's up to you, Leo. How do you want to describe it? What does he no uh, notice about you? Um, I would say that he notices that I'm completely genuine, but I kind of want him to stop talking about it right now in front of all these people. <laughs> it's like the awkward moment where, like, the wife and the husband have, like, a heated argument and, like, they're in front of, like, a lot of people. We, we won't talk about it here, honey. No, we're going to talk about it here. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Dust, what do you do? Okay, since I let's see what I can do with my bonus action. I will. I'm just gonna run. Run where? I'm gonna use feline agility. Okay. And run and, over here. Uh, were you within uh, 30 feet of Leo? Just out of curiosity. Nah, five feet away. Ah, eh, it doesn't matter. All right, yeah, you still have enough. Um, can you make acrobatics check for me? Uh, vaulting over all these tables. I got climb speed. Uh, like yeah, yeah. I understand. Like it's for climbing wall, but uh, uh, Mega, what's your take on that? Don't you think it still requires like a uh, acrobatics check? He's still uh, passive. I'm curious. Uh, generally speaking, uh, like uh, it's it's very difficult to air quote climb on something that is at waist level. Yeah, you're you're uh, you're vaulting over those no matter what. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll just consider those acrobatics, but if you climb a wall, trust me, there will be no check. All right, you got 14. Looks fine. Um, You get over there. What do you do? Uh, I use my action for investigation, so I'm out of stuff. Oh, okay. Um, What are you investigating for? Oh, Leo. You're still investigating Leo? Oh, no. I, I mentioned, you know, hands off the chest piece, if I could use an action to investigate him. Yeah, you did. Uh, you did an insight check. And uh, that's what you got from uh, what Leo told you. Yeah, so I'm out of actions. I can't use a bonus action to attack with a blade unless I use no, my that, action to do it. Uh, I see the problem here. No, that was not a combat action to do. I, I allow those. So long as you're not being uh, carried away saying, like, you're going to investigate this person, observe, like, the entire uh, situation with the perception check or, you know, countless checks. I, I don't mind it. It's a free action. You can oh. do actual combat. Yeah, you can do actual okay. combat. Then I'm going to go to town on this. This archer dude. Oh, yeah. And that hits. Do damage. All right. It does. Ooh. Okay. Yep. Does that, that hits hit? too. Yep. They both hit. Wow. Okay. So in total, you do. Wow. Uh, you do uh, 24 points of damage. And this person is at death's door. Uh, with with the amount of damage you did, you want to explain how you grievously injured this person? And keep in mind, like, as you come closer, their stomach is open and empty. I just want to imagine that I, they can barely see the, essentially, a psionic dagger in my hand making two swipes across their face, not touching them, but 
as they feel it, they get massive, uh, like a massive migraine. And with the second swipe, it just feels like it's crushing their brain even more. Ooh, that's good. That's cool. You see, like, blood drip out of their eyes. They start crying blood. Uh, all right. That was excellent. It is now uh, the mob's turn. And they heard someone mention the Jade Hand, but they also see a kobold. Again, I'm going to leave it up to the dice. If it wasn't for Leo mentioning anything, they would attack Cobalt. But uh, you said uh, you're always going to be odds, Cobalt? Yeah, but I'll just keep running odds. Okay. Odds it is. Better this way. <laughs> it's better this way. All right. Keep in mind, I'm not fudging the numbers here. Yeah, this like, is like the keeps third rolling. 19 like on the die in a row. I, I will personally take a picture of my screen right now and send it to no, you. I, I'm not I doubting know. you. It's just it's just a little it's just a little upsetting to see yes. every single time. Because uh, they hit a clone. But yeah. it's still very upsetting. <laughs> it's just so fucking ridiculous, man. Like they're missing everyone else. Everyone's missing everyone else, but they everyone keeps hitting Cobalt. Again well, they, they they're not missing everyone else. I'll tell you that. Oh yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm just, I'm just taking it as any attack that gets thrown at Cobalt is an attack that somebody else isn't getting. All right. This is my oh, consolation oh, hang on. for the fact that. You, no, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, Leo, you uh, mentioned that uh, uh, they get disadvantage, don't they, with the attack roll? Oh yeah, correct. Let me roll again. Nope, they just get a 19, not rolled, just add it up to. And I assume that still hits, and it hits clone. Still hits a clone, yeah. Yeah, they they clobber one of the cobalts. It is getting sad at this point. I mean, um, I will let you know that just because it hasn't come up yet. Uh, but uh, if they happen to at any point roll below a twelve, not only will they hit the clone, but the clone won't disappear. Oh, because nice. the clones have AC. Oh, so um, for clarity's sake, when the yeah. clone does the clone poof, or does it like a corpse drop down? I like to imagine it first looks like a corpse. It's just like, yeah, I got him. And then it poofs. Yeah, so Naruto style, gotcha. Uh, now, here's a question for you, Cobalt. Improvised uh, weapon. Like, that does 1d4 damage, right? No proficiency? Uh, typically, improvised melee. In, uh, typically, an improvised weapon is uh, is kind of, as far as like the damage die you use, is up to the DM. Uh, because it depends on like what the item they are using as the improvised weapon. So, like for example, if you, basically if it's a light crossbow, for example, you could argue that it's club sized, in which case it's a D four. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm gonna go with. All right. Yeah, but unless they're uh, unless they're proficient in improvised attacks, it's just a straight no. strength roll for them. Yep. So I did uh, fourteen. Does it hit? My AC is fourteen. So. Okay, they hit then, and they're gonna do one D four damage. Wow, max five. So they, uh, like, the moment you swipe your blades at them, they start crying blood. They uh, use the butt of the lipo and basically smack you across the face. Like, just nearly dislocating your jaw from the force. Like, this person seems a lot stronger than they should be. Um, it is now Cobalt's turn. Cobalt, what do you do? Uh, Cobalt just, like, he has seen so many versions of him, like, being <laughs> mercilessly, mercilessly destroyed. like, stop! And uh, I want you. And as he's saying all of this, uh, I need the mob to make a uh, um, 
an intelligence saving throw. Not 20. Ah, uh, that's sad. Cobalt was trying to confuse them with a mind slipper, but they yeah. saw through it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't even think they just saw through it. I just don't believe that they just heard you. They're just so focused <laughs> on killing your clone. <laughs> All right. Um, That'll be it that... for Cobalt's turn. Okay. Leo, what do you do? To the mob, I'm going to, again, yell at them and be like, all you can do is hit little kobolds. You can't even hit a real one. Just a bunch of weaklings. <laughs> right. No, hang That's on, it. hang on. No, hold on. I know hands off chess piece, but uh, just out of curiosity, because I did do this for Leo, now that memory serves me. No, uh, what was the saving throw for Cobalt? Uh, the uh, saving throw for the Mind Sliver? Yeah. Uh, that would have been a DC 13. No, it actually fails. I forgot. It needed a roll at disadvantage. Go right ahead. My fault. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know if, like... Because, like, uh, the last thing you rolled was for wisdom save, so, like, I didn't know if that also no, applied it, for it's, others it's as well. It's both. It both. <laughs> okay. Yep. Uh, in which case, it takes uh, two psychic damage, Four. and it uh, takes a d4 penalty to the uh, next saving throw it makes. Okay. Um. All right, back to Leo really quick. Gun to uh, go against the insult. It fails. Sorry, I rolled a d20. Yep. I rolled again. <laughs> it still only rolled four. That's amazing. It's still good. <laughs> yeah, that's good. But I got, a, I got the same four, so. <laughs> All right. Another, another eight points worth of damage. And that's now, a little funny. Yep. And now it is at uh, half it, of its uh, numbers. And you see uh, something change with uh, uh, these creatures. All right. Uh... I'll mention it when it gets to their turn, but it seems like they are off. Uh, Dust, what do you do? Unless Leo does anything else. Nope. Okay, that's what you do. I am going to take steady aim, or as I like to call, since I'm rather close to this fellow, steady wrist. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to uh, clarify, with that ability, don't you have to uh, give up movement, like uh, with feline agility, uh, where you don't move for a straight turn before using it, or is it the whole turn together, then you can use if it. If I haven't moved during this turn. Okay, this turn, gotcha. Cool. It, it is like a like steady aim and feline agility I have a yeah interesting synergy in that regard. Okay. <laughs> Great ahead. Not 20. All right. How do I want All to right, do this? All right, so um, uh, how, how much do you make this head explode? <laughs> yeah. Let oh, me just see on. the damage real quick, just so yeah. I, for clarity, so I can know how much it does. Yeah. All right, Cobalt. Or not Cobalt, Mega. Explain to me, how does uh, vulnerability and critical hits go hand in hand? What's the math on that? Is that like four times damage? Or is that like two rolls, both them? Like... Oh, okay. Like, uh, like I think that, I think well, that a certain part of that is up to, because like basically the critical hit uh, lets it's them roll twice. double the dice. Okay. And yeah. then it's just a straight multiply by two for the yeah. vulnerability. That's what I'm going to do. Roll twice uh, times them both by two. Uh, make sure to add... Uh, Sneak attack for, uh, what, one of the hits then? Like, a uh, post-fact? Or, no. So that also get doubled. God damn oh, it. Oh, the, sne- the sneak attack also gets doubled. Critical hits yeah. on a rogue are nasty. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. So, basically, so, roll roll an extra d6 for the, the psychic blades, and roll an extra 2d6 for your sneak attack. Mm-hmm. Then, ugh. Wait, that was the wrong one. Oh, my God. It's the same numbers, so 24. 
Are you sure uh, Cobalt does map uh, checkout? So uh, the the one the one difference is that um, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm making sure I'm reading this correctly. Uh, subtract three from uh, three from that because the because you only re-roll uh, for the with a weapon attack. You don't add your uh, modifier again. That's why I said just roll dice because the D and D Beyond won't calculate it correctly. Okay, there you go. Got you. And can I use non-lethal for him? If you want to, yeah. Yeah, I want to essentially knock them out from the headache. Okay. Okay, uh, so you did 24 points of damage? Uh, it'll be 21, uh, 21 based off that attack, and if you double it, uh, then it's to 42. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's 42 altogether? Like, that That was not if doubled? You're, if, you're, if you're doing, if you're, if, it, if they're taking vulnerable damage to this, yeah. like, yeah. The, yes. the, the total from the attack itself is 21, and then if the vulnerability makes it a 42. Oh my lord. I feel like okay. you're attempting to be non-lethal, but then he just explodes. It still it still survives, but Dust, I want you to tell me, like, how do you do this massive damage? Explain me cinematically, like, what happens here. So, I noticed my first attack when I was swiping across him, you know, made him reel in pain. So I took my one dagger and my other one and drive them both into the top of his head. Uh, weren't you talking about the mob? Like, it's multiple people. Oh, no, I was attacking the archer. Oh, the archer? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, okay, out of curiosity, is there, like, you know, does non-lethal damage, it, it just stops at zero every time. Like, negative damage never applies. So, if you can, if it is somehow capable of being non-lethal, then yes, it never goes into the negatives. Okay. With All the right. caveat is if it's possible. It's it's up to you if this psychic damage can be non-lethal or not. All up to you. I don't care either way. Mm, that's, that's. I do know that they were on death's door. I just happened to crit. Yeah. Well, and... I mean, I feel like it instead of killing, it would just like make them almost brain dead because it's psychic damage, possibly. <laughs> All right. Um. So this person goes unconscious. Um. Down and out. Lucky man. Oh, that's cool. Although, although honestly, I really do wish you'd been attacking the mob just in general, because I only get so many clones, and... And I need to specify, I assumed he was doing the damage for it. By the way, no take backsies. I assumed the, like, uh, damage for it, and it still wasn't enough to kill it. Okay, so, cool. That's, that's nice to know. Yep. Just as a gauge. Um, yeah. God damn it, Dust. I didn't right, want to be that guy. I did say the archer at first. Yeah. Well, no, I think it's just more just like... The measuring tool. Why the archer? Confused me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was a measuring tool that confused me. Like, he was measuring towards the mob. All right. Um. Yeah, how you feeling, Cobalt? We're going to go for another attack. All right. Let's see. Eventually, one this of these one are going to hit you. to be a disadvantage. Ugh, son of a biscuit. All right. Look, I'm ty- Look I think you're also tired of seeing the 19s. <laughs> No, I'm not. <laughs> 19 and 16. 16 hit. You hate you hate to see it. Okay, let's <laughs> let's, let's roll for this, folks. I mean, uh, it's not hitting regardless, but I'd really prefer if it hit a clone. Uh, okay, so normally it would hit Cobalt, but as a reaction, uh, Cobalt throws up a shield and blocks it. He has a shield? Yeah. Oh, badass. Badass. Mm. All right, um... 
So they go in for the heads. A, a magical shield. I should be. I yeah. should be clarifying. Yeah. But, uh... yeah. So like uh, they try to throw down their maces at you, and they keep uh, like uh, boinging off the she uh, like magical shield that you put up, uh, Captain American style. Uh, that should end the mob's turn. Uh, this person's no longer in combat. Uh, it is now Cobalt's turn. Cobalt, what do you do? And I want them yep. to make another intelligence saving throw. <laughs> All right. Wow. Uh, zero. Yeah, well, well. Uh, I I think most I think most things fail on a zero. Uh, yep. Or five psychic damage, which I assume doubles to ten. Yep. Ten. All and right. once again, they take a D4 penalty to their next saving throw. Okay. I have a question about like how this mob works. Yep. Uh, if I were to use a spell like sleep, would it? Would I have to cause the whole mob to fall asleep, or like, could I cause the people it, fall asleep? No, it's treated as a whole entity. So if you cast it on it, it's gonna affect them all. So it, it's oh. one saving throw. Yeah. So you can go right ahead. I would also I mean, be careful with. I would be careful with your aiming. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, because I, you could I can put cobalt or even yourself to sleep. Yeah, so I, I could I can aim it so that it won't it only hit him, but um. Yeah, I was just wondering, because sleep isn't a saving throw. It goes by hit points, so I was wondering if I could make half the mob fall asleep. But it okay. doesn't do enough. Wait, wait, yeah, I'd have to do like a perfect roll to make the full mob fall asleep. Tell me details about the spell really quick, just out of curiosity. So the spell sends creatures into magical slumber. Roll 5d8. That's how many hit points of creatures the spell affects. So um, I choose the point, and then... Starting from the lowest hit points up, it causes the creatures to fall asleep uh, until all the hit points are used up. I will note that there are certain creatures, like, uh, explicitly that are immune to it, and as well as any creature immune to the charm condition. Yeah, it's undead and creatures immune to charm. Can't be affected. Uh, let, let's put it this way. Even if you got uh, max on uh, the hit point scale of 5d8, you wouldn't be able to put it to sleep. Yeah, that's what I, I thought, so that's why I was wondering yeah. if I could put some of the members to sleep. No. Alright, uh... Um, yeah, what do you do? So... How much is subtracted from its save? Uh, D4. Alright, I am going to attempt to incapacitate it so we can get away from this monster. So right. I'm gonna tell a funny joke. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just basically saying, like, don't you think it's funny watching all these kobolds get smashed by your mob? Like, I bet that's fun for you. <laughs> and um, I feel directly attacked. <laughs> oh, for crit critical damage. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's going to be a Wisdom 13 saving throw for Tasha's hideous laughter. Okay. Uh, I assume it fails on uh, both regards. Yeah. yeah. And then also had subtracted from the other stuff. But, uh, yep. So it falls prone and is incapacitated for one minute. Wow. Is there any saving throws for that? Like uh, afterwards, or is it just... It's a concentration spell, and they get to repeat the saving, saving throw at the end of each of its turns, or every only, time that it's attacked. Only if it's... No, it... it, it uh, end of each turn, uh, and each time it takes damage, it can repeat the saving throw. That's what I just said. And um, yeah. it has advantage <laughs> on the saving throw if triggered by damage. All right, so 
you hear like a howl of laughter as they uh, start falling on the ground saying, yeah, that's right, Hidden Cobalt is funny. And they're all on the ground, or more on the table with the, the black uh, leaves and petals, like uh, going out Terminator style, like the start of the movie. And we have uh, Dust, what do you do? I am gonna. You're gonna. I'm going to cast Feline Agility. And I'll make a acrobatic throw because I want to move over. Yep. Here. Okay. Make the throw. Huh. All right. You make it. What do you do? I am going to manifest psychic dagger and pick out the ugliest one out of the bunch of the mob mm-hmm. who has the you know the ugliest laugh and attack him. Uh, hey dust. Um. Don't you're, you're, just for flavor's no. sake. Okay, okay, I won't, I won't, I won't say anything then. No. Okay, go for the attack. Oh, I know he's gonna wake up. That's the thing. Okay. It's at disadvantage, by the way. <laughs> and I have advantage. Mm-hmm. From, but uh, where are you getting advantage from? You're within five feet. Yep. Uh, I, we've been over this dust. Only I, only that, that only applies to me. No, you get, my... you get sneak attack, but you don't get yeah. advantage. Yeah, you get sneak attack. You don't get advantage. Well, no, no, he doesn't even get he doesn't even get sneak attack. Uh, yeah, he does because the attacks at disadvantage. Oh, because oh, that he's cancels strong? out. That cancels out. Like you, you like one of the like one of the key hallmarks of sneak attack. Or the the alternative is that a creature needs to be within five feet. Uh, that's not advantage. That's just for qualifying for sneak attack. Yep. Um, and you can't have disadvantage on the roll. Uh, so okay, hang on. so second I, part. I, no, but uh, how's he getting disadvantage on his roll? What's causing his disadvantage? It's prone. Well, and it's a ranged um, attack. Yeah, they're they're prone, and he's making a ranged attack. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. I've never had a player like shoot at a prone creature before, so I never really heard of that. All right, okay. that's cool. So now I learned prone today. Okay, that's good. Yeah, that's cool. All right, go on. Uh, make a second throw. Uh, as my uh well, I missed on my attack, so on uh, my... Are you sure? Make a second throw. That would be with advantage, though. That's disadvantage. You're rolling twice and taking lesser of the two. Nice. Still didn't say you missed. There you go. You hit. Uh, that'd be uh, 14 damage. Uh, do a perception check for me, buddy. Hmm. You notice an orc. That's it. That was the one you hit. Awesome. Yeah. He's missing then... Usk. As my bonus action, I'm going to make a manifest another psychic blade and make an attack. Uh, okay, let me make a save first. Um, it do I have any disadvantages imposed on me, boys? Uh, any penalties? To my you have an advantage on the saving throw because yeah. it's triggered. So by in this damage. case, it would cancel out the disadvantage it already had. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so so just. Yep. And just clarify, is there any penalty to my roll, like negative four or anything I'm not aware uh, of? No, the penalty was only for the uh, yeah, the initial one. save. Okay. 18. They wake up. They're still prone, though. So if you want to make an additional attack, roll at disadvantage. I miss. Yeah, you miss. So uh, you go for the throw, they start blinking their eyes, and they begin to try getting up. Uh, yep. That ends your turn. They spend half their movement to get up. And as they slowly rise, they seem angry. And they begin to enter a rage. So. Oh no, they're barbarians. All of them are barbarians. So first I'm going to make a roll. Seven. 
And what do I get? Oh yeah, buddy. Flowers and vines temporarily grow around you. Until the rage ends, the ground within 15 feet of you becomes difficult terrain for your enemies. So you see a flora begin to uh, spawn from uh, the black lotus leaves. Uh, you see uh, just roses and vines grow from uh, the black petals and go to the ground. Uh, they attack uh, good old Cobalt one last time. And if they attack one of your clones, even if they successfully hit, does that count as a miss? Uh, it counts as a hit. It still counts as a hit. That's good to know. All right. Although I guess if I guess it kind of depends though, because uh, I think because uh, without knowing like uh, the feature that you're using, uh, mm -hmm. it is important to note that these that these clones are not creatures with hit points. Okay. Um, I don't so again. I don't know the wording of the ability that you've given them, it, so I'm just giving that information yeah. to you. When you make a melee attack using strength, that's the wording, and I assume even if it hits. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so you're it, so you're using barbarian shit. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. You're fine. And I believe it rolls with advantage. Yep. Advantage. No, make it. No, you just gain a plus two. Never mind. That was uh, my bad. No advantage, right? Strength checks, strength saving throws, attack using strength. No. Okay. Uh, the first attack. Oh my god. Are you kidding me? So I got a 13 with my uh, first throw. Oh my lord. You got saved from a critical hit. I assume that misses you, or does that still hit your clone? Uh, uh, okay. Is it making. Is this a single a hit that was hit with advantage? Uh, no, okay, just okay. I, I saw because, the rolls. Well, I, I thought, like, barbarians, when they go into rage, they get advantage on uh, attack rolls, but I'm not seeing it. Unless you oh, guys can... Uh, well, uh, a classed barbarian, I'm not sure if you're using a, a snap lock or not, but um, but you are you would be looking under reckless attack to get advantage on on an attack roll. Let me just make sure... If you're if the creature in question doesn't have reckless attack, then, uh, then they aren't getting advantage. Let me just make sure... Okay. In fact, you don't even need to rage to, to use reckless attack. No, I don't have reckless attack. I just gave this thing rage. All right. So, All right, so well, then, that was pathetic. Oh, we're so just gonna. Made, yeah, it made. So flowers. it made two attacks against me, or it made one attack. Oh, 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 oh. Sorry, guys. I, I'm so sorry for just keep pausing it. It's just I got a lot of things. No, it does get advantage. Hang on. Let me, yep. Yep. Yep, I forgot about that ability. Hell yeah. Alright, it gets an advantage on its attack roll. And uh, yeah, that's a nat 20. So it does critical damage. If right. it were to hit. Right. Alright. So, And oh, it hits a clone. Lucky man. Taking away all my fun, aren't you? Alright. So uh, it... Okay, the way I want to imagine it is... One of your kobolds was uh, right next to your barrel. They hit the cobalt and you know a lot of the times they've just been hitting your cobalts to the ground or giving them like a like hit to the chest and it's been going out naruto style with a poof this time like these guys swing in unison and it is horrifying to see that nothing is left before disappearing like the cobalt is missing its head like it goes right through the stomach it hits the barrel and shatters and splinters the wood as corpses like fall onto the ground right next to the real cobalt it's angry next we have cobalt what do you do cobalt <laughs> cobalt's yeah. just witnessing all uh actually you know what i'm just gonna do this i was like wait no please stop stop cobalt please no 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 cobalt be good i swear and I'm, this is the first time I'm using this ability. You're not. Ever. 
No. Like, a, no. Cobalt is now groveling, cowering, and begging in front of this creature. Cobalt, goddess! Cobalt, swear! Cobalt, swear! <laughs> Just, you like, pleading for his life. And yeah. every attack uh, for the next round has is at advantage. Oh, yep. That's right. And that ends they, Cobalt's turn. Yep, they take joy from watching you, and they have a soul focus on you. All right, uh, Leo, is now your turn. Uh, I guess I'll uh, mock them again. Call them right. a bunch of dumb idiots for smashing that barrel. Okay, go right ahead. Uh, I shall roll. Uh, that'd be a nine. You got another damage. four. Say damage. Son of a gun. Son of a gun. All right. Anything else Leo does? I think I'll move, like, back here. All right. Now, uh, there's only about three of the mob left. It looks like you took out most of it. Uh, Dust, what do you do? I am going to rush over to Cobalt's side since he looks scared. Yeah, it doesn't matter where you stand. You you have advantage regardless. <laughs> oh, yeah. I want to make that, sure my buddy's okay because I might that, need him. That was, uh, let's see. Uh, where did you move from? Yep. Stay right there. Hang on. Oh, that's right. He needs yeah. to calculate for the difficult terrain. Yep. Uh, 15 of that. That's 30. Just to uh, go through these three spaces. It's right there. Yep. Sounds about right. Oh, hang on. That was, uh, yep. that'd be uh, 20 if you uh, go through these two spaces. And that'd be 25 if you move from here. So right there. I'll just stay right there. Okay. Yeah, you just take a step into it. All right. Um, anything else you do, Dust? I am going to manifest Psychic Blade and attempt to attack these guys, hurting my friend. Roll with advantage, and if you hit, sneak attack damage. Wow. You just hit him with sneak attack. Wow. Uh, they go onto the ground. Uh, how do you finish off this mob? Out of the um, two that are left, what do they look like? What, what do you mean, what do they look like? Oh, like, what race are they? A lot of fey. So you see, uh, you see uh, satires. You see elves and orcs. Uh, you see just a lot of people that you might see in the woods. Then I want to imagine I'm just taking my one dagger and just tossing it at full strength, aiming right between their eyes. Mm -hmm. uh, can you tell me what the collective damage was? It would have been a total of thirty. Thirty. The sneak attack was a ten, and the normal attack was a five. So, 15 times 2. Oh, damn it. I can't do anything then. Alright. Uh, well, just uh, put it behind the uh, veil. Like, uh, Dust did so much damage and critical hit on both of them that uh, they weren't able to use a special ability. And this person is... Oh, they had a fortitude yeah. ability, didn't they? Yeah, they did. And they there was just so much damage on each one that they couldn't use it. That was fun, though. Alright. Uh, combat is now over. Um, there's a lot of corpses. Uh, Dust, if you look at, at the ground, after combat, you do recognize one of the, uh, enemies on the ground. I'm not worried about that right now. Alright. I'm worried about Leo. That's fine. Take it away, boys. So, Leo, you wanna let me in on about your dealings with the Jade Hand? I mean, you were there when it started. This has been House Common Blood, the intro music by White Sand, Promise, 
and the outro music by Darren Curtis. Time's up. Any music and sound effects used in this episode are royalty-free. Credits can be found in the episode description. Please review us on whatever podcast listening app you happen to be using. And if you like us, tell other people. Word of mouth is the best way for us to grow. Thank you for joining us. Come on, do good, Master.